right, everybody. Welcome to episode number 14 of the podcast. This is going to be a solo show, and it's going to be a bit of a special and different podcast. So if you're watching or listening to this episode, that means that I'm officially 26 years old. So I'm planning on releasing this episode on my birthday. And it's going to be a bit of a special episode, kind of a birthday episode. But what I'm going to do in this episode is I'm going to share with you my It's Never Been Easier story. Uh, kind of um, how I got to where I'm at today. And that sounds kind of pretentious to say. Uh, because in a lot of ways, um, well, I'm still very young. I recognize that, and and I still feel like I haven't accomplished much. But with that said, I do recognize that I've done some interesting stuff that have brought me to this point in my life, and. Uh, I want to share with you guys, uh, again, just the, the whole story and uh, I started this podcast because I generally believe that it's never been easier and that pattern has, or, or that expression, that sentence has shown to be true in my own life. It doesn't mean that it's been easy, uh, but I do believe that it's never been easier. So I'm going to walk you guys through different points in my life, and we'll start back when I first moved to the United States. Uh, at this point, and, and before, before I dive into this story... Uh, part of what I want to do this episode is that I've recently realized that I'm pretty good at sharing what I'm all about in terms of my message, in terms of what I do. Uh, but I've realized that I don't often share who I am. It's uh, I'm so good at doing at sharing my message that I can often hide behind that. And so this makes it harder to, to connect. So that's, that's another reason why I wanted to make this episode to kind of give you guys an inside view into my life. So that said, let's take it back to when I first moved to the United States. I moved from Colombia, Bogota, Colombia. That's where I was born. And I moved when I was 12. So, uh, around this point in my life, I was obsessed with magic. Um, I would spend hours on the internet learning how to do magic. Uh, I would go to magic shops and buy magic tricks. And in a matter of time, I got pretty good at doing magic. I don't know that I've shared this with, with anybody. Um, 
but I'm, I'm around probably 13, maybe 14 at this point in my life. And I'm already utilizing the internet to get good at stuff. There's going to be a pattern that you see play over and over and over again. And I'm around 14 at the time, and I'm getting so good at magic that now I'm putting together magic shows. And I start my first official business. And that was called The Magic of Abraham. And I remember going on the internet with my mom and going on this site. I think it was Visaprint at that point and actually getting business cards. And I remember there was this service that it's not around anymore, but it was called something webs.com. And it was like Wix nowadays. Um, I wonder if webs transitioned to Wix because um, they're very similar. But essentially what this online service allowed you to do, and it was free, they allowed you to create a website under a, their domain. So I had the magic of Abraham.webs.com. And the way they made money is it was either by you purchasing a domain and let's say just doing like Abraham or the magic of Abraham.com and hosting it with them and paying to utilize the premium features on their uh, website building uh, software. So um, I get business cards and I build a very basic website uh, letting the world know that I'm open for business. And I remember I also, I must have gotten this from, from YouTube. I probably looked up something on the lines like how to get magic gigs as a magician. Um, and I also remember putting my contact information on a website a kind of like an online phone book a where you could list your services and a anybody could go there and look for let's say a magician in the area that I was living in and they could find my name my name would pop up and a I started getting magic shows which was interesting i remember i did magic shows for a church and then I did magic shows for Boy Scouts and I did magic shows for a coffee shop and some of those magic shows were filmed and I'm pretty sure I still have the hard drives where the raw videos of those magic shows are and I've been saving them for a while so I'm gonna go into this hard drive and and see if I can some really old content for you guys which I, I would love to see too um, anyways eh, so this was kind of my first official quote-unquote business but it was very related to eh, what I was interested in at the time so I probably did this for two maybe three years and then i got bored 
Um, I think at this point I was probably a already in junior high and I was probably getting interested in girls and other stuff and magic no longer was school so I stopped doing that um, and it was funny because even after I stopped doing that I would get calls on my phone uh, from people asking me if I was doing magic shows because they needed a magician um, so fast forward to high school um, getting really good with tech I remember a one of the gifts that one of the best gifts that I got when I was younger was a laptop. I was probably 13, 14 at the time. And it, this laptop just opened the doors to, to the internet. And I was getting really good with tech. I've always been, uh, I've loved gadgets, uh, whether it was cameras or um, microphones. Don't ask me why. Just something that came natural to me. And I'm also, again, getting really good at utilizing the internet. So I'm learning different skills such as photography, how to edit videos, uh, how to build websites. Remember, I had done this in, in the past. Um, and, and a lot of these skills, I'm learning them as I go, right? To film a magic show and to edit the video from the magic show. Um, I had to learn how to edit videos, how to film, how to set up a tripod. Um, and then I also had a YouTube channel at the time for, for magic. So I'm learning how to create content and how to upload. And uh, all, this, all these skills uh, are skills that I then go on to utilize for my next couple of ways of making money on the internet. Uh, so uh, as I grow older, like I said, I get better at, do, at building websites. And then I start doing websites, whether it's for, um, I remember I did a website for the church. And then I remember I, someone knew that I knew how to take videos and edit videos. And they hire me to edit a bunch of videos. So I'm now starting to participate in the gig economy where I have these skills and there are skills that are in demand and I'm starting to get paid uh, at a very young age. I mean, I'm probably 16 um, at the time for doing these things. Um, and a lot of it is because I'm showing these skills to the world. I think at that point we had MySpace and it probably dates me a little bit, uh, but everything I would do, I would put it on MySpace. So now I'm getting attention and an awareness for whatever it is that I'm into and people are starting to know, okay, Abraham's really good at building actually MySpace pages. That was one thing that I did. Uh, like I, you could upload a theme and make your profile really cool, um, creating content, all these things. And I'm getting gigs because of it. So fast forward to towards the end of high school, I went to, when it came time to go to high school, I went to a technical high school. 
And while I got my high school degree, I also got a bunch of technical skills. And it was pretty cool because on my last year of high school, I got to go to high school like for two days and I, I would work three out of the five days of the week at this other company. A, so I became really good at, at, let me backtrack. I went to this tech high school to learn tech skills. So um, I learned how to fix computers. I learned how to work on uh, networks. I learned how to a secure networks. These were like the three areas. And I got I got a bunch of certifications and this allowed me to get that job that on my senior year allowed me to essentially only go to high school uh, for half of the year and work the other half. It's pretty early in the morning right now. It's like, it's 5.59 a.m. So I got my morning coffee. Still waking up a little bit. So a... Uh, I get this job at this company called One to One Computer Services in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, and I work there for I think a little bit over a year before I start getting that entrepreneurial itch of like, cool, I'm at this company and I'm making money and I'm, I'm making really good money for my age. I was probably a 17, maybe 18 at the time. Well, everybody was a making minimum wage, like seven fifty an hour. I was probably making around a 15, $16 an hour. So I was, I was making pretty good money and that was cool for a, the first year. I was learning how to work within a corporate environment, which also taught me a lot. But about a, a year into this experience, I start to, again, get a little itchy, and I start to think about, okay, uh, I have all of these skills that I'm getting paid for here, and I do the math on what I could potentially make if I just go independent, and I start thinking, well, maybe I can just do what I'm doing for one-to-one -one on my own. And what I would do is I would go into work and I would finish everything super quick. I would focus and in a matter of hours, I would finish my workload for the day. And then I'd have two, maybe three hours left. And I would utilize those three hours to learn and build my next project that would allow me to break free from this company. And I, while I was working at One to One, I launched. You could say this was my fir my first or maybe sec. If you consider the magic shows my first business, this would be my second official entrepreneurial project. And it was essentially me doing what I was doing at the company, but for my own. And I called it AC Solutions, uh, Abraham Casayas Solutions. And you could actually, if you go on Wayback Machine, which is a, a site that allows you to check out old websites that are no longer active on the internet, you can actually go to acsolutions.tech. And you can see the website that I built for this company. Um, 
so so I build this and I am like, okay, I'm ready to open for business. I got business cards, I got the website, I have the skills, and I'm like, cool, I'm open for business, time to get customers. And then I quickly realized that I have no idea how to get clients. So I do, I go on the internet and I type how to get clients for any company. And there was a bunch of stuff at the time, such as like post a, on Craigslist. And if you go to a gym, uh, gyms usually have a cork board, put your business card there and go to grocery stores and they also have cookbooks and put your business cards there. And so I did this and maybe out of this whole business, maybe I got one client in a matter of six months. So again, I was, I had no idea how to get clients, but that was a, a beautiful lesson that you can't just build it and they will come. There's this other aspect to business that is very important. So at this point, um, in college, I'm still working at this IT company, uh, but I'm getting tired of the corporate environment. I'm, I'm sick of it at this point, actually. Um, and I started looking for alternatives. And I actually, I don't know how I ended up asking someone at the university that I was going to, Penn State, if they were hiring for IT at Penn State. And they said, yes, actually, there is an IT desk that you could apply to. So I go to the IT desk, and this was an IT desk that hired students that were in the tech going in the tech route. Uh, this was me. And it was run solely by students. The management wasn't, of course, but a, so I go to a management, I tell them, I show them my resume, this is, this is who I am. And they see that I've been working for this tech company for the past two years, and that I have a bunch of certifications that none of the kids that were working at the IT desk had, and they decide to hire me. Not as somebody that would work the IT desk, but as an IT consultant that the people that work the IT desk could go to if they didn't know how to solve something or if something that was a little bit more advanced needed to be done. So I see this opportunity to work at the university that I was going to, uh, and right away I say, I would much rather work here than work in this corporate environment because I'm working with people my age. Uh, so I do that. I quit at one-to-one and I start working at Penn State as an IT consultant. And I'm having the time of my life. I'm loving it. I'm working with people my age. Um, and I'm there for about a year and a half. At this point, I put AC Solutions my second business, my quote-unquote tech company, and in the back burner, I was pretty discouraged by the whole uh, 
experience. So, so I'm working the IT desk and I, probably 18 months in, this entrepreneurial bug bites me again. And a little bit about my college experience. In the beginning, so when I graduated high school, I gave this speech letting people know that you didn't need to go to college to make it in this world. And and I gave, that was like the premise of this speech, of the commencement speech, uh, that you could live life differently. Uh, and, and I knew this because I was very aware of what the internet meant for society, even at that young age, uh, when I gave that speech. And then I found myself, even though I told everybody to not follow the traditional path, I found myself going the traditional path. Uh, And the reason for that is there's a lot of pressure uh, from people that are pushing you into, into that path, your parents, your teachers, uh, your guidance counselor, most of your peers are going that path. So you just assume that that's the right path. So I take that path. I go to college. While I'm in college, um, I'm thinking about a, the fact that I could probably just figure it out on my own. Um, I try to drop out. My mom talks me into not dropping out. So I stay. And this is around the point where I'm about 18 months into the job at Penn State. This is like the beginning of my third year of college. And something that kept coming back to me is why did my business not work? Why did Ace Solutions not... Why wasn't it the success that I wanted it to be? And, and, and I had come to realize that it was because I didn't know how to market and sell my services. I had the skills. I knew how to do what I was selling. I had the business course, I had the websites, but I didn't know how to generate demand and convert the demand into clients. So I started looking into this and, and I become aware that there's this whole field called internet marketing. And internet marketing is all about doing that. It's all about generating demand, generating clients on the internet, which I was a big fan of. I'm a big fan of coffee. Whenever whenever I'm going to sleep, actually I'm thinking about the coffee that I'm gonna make in the morning. Anyway, so I learned about this field of internet marketing and I see there is a bunch of young people just crushing it in this field and they're living life uh, in a way that was very attractive to me. It, it was essentially the digital nomad. They got to work from their laptops, they got to make a lot of money. They got to work from wherever they wanted on their own schedule. So I started researching internet marketing. Again, go to YouTube, see what it's all about. And I remember I found this program. And the program was $1,000 at the time. And I don't know that I had the money. Uh, to pay for the program. So I actually asked my mom, 
will you lend me the money and I'll repay it back to you after I do something with what I'm going to learn. And the program essentially taught you how to run ads for businesses and how to build an online business around that. So I take this program and it opens a whole new world to me. And this is around the beginning of my third year of college. I start implementing what I'm learning in this program. And I open up my marketing agency, which at the time was, it, we used to run ads for people. So I've, I've, I'm, I have a, I'm a big fan of architecture. And what I did is I kind of architected this campaign. So I called myself the Adkitech. Uh, ads architect, architect. I thought I was very clever. Uh, so <laughs> I get business cards, I build a website, and it, I start promoting myself, and people are like, so you're the ad, architect? And, and I, don't, I don't think anybody ever got it, or the meaning. This was probably my first branding failure, if you will. And I started, I started this company and I started going around to local businesses and I said, Hey, I have this skill. I have this thing that I know how to do. If you let me do it in your business, I'll do it for free. I'll get your results. But when I get your results, I want you to give me a testimonial for the work that we did together. And I did this with a couple businesses and they gave me testimonials because I knew how to do what I was doing. And I got them customers, I got them clients. And then I utilized those testimonials to go out and sell other businesses on actually paying me. I remember the first business that actually paid me was a Brazilian jiu-jitsu gym. And my first paycheck, I saw a picture of it, was 250 bucks. When I got this paycheck, I thought I got this shit figured out. I'm good to go. Um, so this goes on, and, and I keep getting clients, and I start charging more money. And I'm in college, and at this point, I'm not paying attention to any class. While I'm in class, I'm building my agency. I'm doing client work, and I start making money. I start like halfway through the six months in. I started making money with my marketing agency and quickly I'm starting to get to a point where I'm almost making what my teachers are making and I also realized that my teachers can't teach me what I need to take my marketing agency to the next level. I also start to see schoolwork as something that is getting in the way of me continuing to grow and take my marketing agency to the next level. At this point, we rebrand from the architect to Trend Digital, uh, which is a way better name than the architect. And it, again, my agency starts to grow. Um, on towards the beginning of my last year of college. 
a, I decide to drop out of college. And I remember I go to the guidance counselor and I have this conversation where I share it with her, this is what I'm doing. A, I'm thinking about dropping out. What do you think? And she looks at me in the eyes and she pauses and she tells me, without a college degree, no one is going to look at you. I'm like, all right, bet. And I remember I was just angry when I heard that and I left. And that day I officially send in the letter where it's like, cool, I'm dropping out. And it, it was an interesting day because the next day, up until that point, I was a college student. So the next day, it kind of sets in that you're not a college student anymore. You're a college dropout. And if you don't make this work, well, you're either going to have to go back to college, which really wasn't that bad of a thing. But uh, at that point in my life, I would I, I kind of saw that as like a big failure or a big no-no or like this product didn't work. Or the way I saw it is, or you will have to go and settle for a shitty nine to five job. So, so I kind of have this, like, I wouldn't even call it an identity crisis, but this like identity shift and this realization that like, okay, now the stakes just got real you know, and it's interesting how your mindset changes when you have skin in the game and your back is against the wall. Uh, So I continue to work on my marketing agency. At this point, we're working with any type of business. uh, And so I work with realtors, I work with psychotherapists, I work with um, gyms, I work with yoga studios, I work with financial advisors, um, I work with, um, by the, before I decided to niche down with my agency, I had worked in over 16 different industries, which was pretty cool. Um, the agency continued to grow, I got a office in the city that I was living in, which is Reading, Pennsylvania. This is a small city of about 65, maybe 70,000 people. So very small city. And I got an office there. And at this point, I'm utilizing the internet to grow my agency. I'm utilizing Facebook to reach out to businesses and LinkedIn to reach out to business owners. And... I'm building a personal brand and I'm running ads for my agency locally, letting the world know, hey, if you have this problem that you can't get customers or you don't know how to do it online, I can help you. And guess what? Every business has that problem because internet marketing is this field that's always evolving and always changing and business owners don't usually have the time to keep up with this or they don't have the capital to bring someone onto their team. So that's why they hire agencies. So I, I started to do pretty well while I'm in Reading. A, I, I built a small team. And this is all happening very, very fast. And 
the name of the show it's never been easier because while it took a lot of work and a lot of hustle not a lot of discipline and a lot of grit and me actually failing a couple times to to get this to work it, it was pretty when i look back on it it was it all happened pretty fast and it, while it was hard it, it was also easy you know and in a lot of ways because i have access to all of these tools i have access to social media i have access to being able to run ads for my business i have access to youtube um, sometimes I would go into an industry where I had no idea how to get results for a client. And I would go have an interview with a client. He'd say, hey, can you help me with this? I'd say yes. And we'd sign the contract. And then I'd go back to my office. And I'd go on YouTube. And I'd research how to get clients in this industry. Um, and I would learn. You know? So... Uh, all of the information is at your fingertips. So eventually with Trend Digital, we transition from being a, we do everything from for everyone to a niche agency. We transition to the chiropractic field and we were able to, once we transitioned to that field, we were able to build something that was really good for someone, something I'm a big fan of, niching down. And this allowed us to scale even quicker. So from the time I launched my agency, it took me a little bit under, I would say 18 months to grow it to where the agency was consistently bringing in a little bit over $16,000 a month, um, which for a kid, I was 22, 23 at the time. That's some pretty big numbers, you know. It's not crazy, but I'm making good money as, again, a... 23, 24-year-old. And I'm doing it for my laptop. And I'm getting to control my schedule and do things on my terms. And I'm having the time of my life. At this point, I'm in Reading. And I felt that I needed to do... to move out of the city because the city a well i'm so grateful for the city and everybody i met there i got my entrepreneurial start there and and the city was very welcoming um i felt that that i wanted or not wanted but needed more you know they say that a fish only grows in relationship to the size of the tank and I felt that I was in a very small tank and that if I wanted to grow more, I needed to expand to a bigger tank. So that eventually led me to move down to Miami. And that was a big decision in my life to go from Pennsylvania to Miami. Uh, but I was, see- I was seeking growth both in my company and personally. 
And so I do that. And I moved down to Miami and I continued to build my agency. And it's cool because when I moved down here, I get exposed to a whole different world that I wasn't seeing in writing. Um, a whole new level of abundance. And that elevates your mindset, that elevates a, your perspective of the world. And it elevates your goals and your drive and it shifts your energy in a very interesting way that allowed me to strive for more, allowed me to do more, it allowed me to access uh, new part of, or it allowed me to explore a new part of myself that I hadn't explored. Uh, so it like unlocked a new a new level for me. And at this point, I'm, I'm living in Miami, I'm building my business, and I'm also building my brand at the same time that I'm building my business. And people start to notice that I'm pretty, and this is pretentious, but that I know how to do this online thing of starting an online business. And building a brand and building online products and online services and people start reaching out to me for help and at the beginning i don't think anything of it i had a pretty high per hour consulting rate which i would utilize to help people i used to charge 250 bucks to for an hour of my time where i would utilize it to help someone and then people kept reaching out to me and I wasn't I wasn't putting out like hey like if you want help with your online business I can help you I wasn't doing that uh, but people kept reaching out to me and the universe God call it whatever you want to call it has a way of showing you what the next step in your path is if you're paying attention and if you're listening and We, we all have this inner guidance system, which is our intuition. A, it started to, for me, it started to show me that there is something here with helping people. Um, and something that I noticed is that a lot of the people that kept reaching out to me were people in the transformational space. They were helping other people a, become better versions of themselves, whether it was live a happier life, become healthier, have more fulfilling relationships, make more money. Um, and this part has to do something with the fact that like these are values that I hold dear to my heart, right? So uh, they say you are the energy that you attract. Um, so a lot of these people were in the transformational field or transformational space. And eventually I get the hint, like, there's a big opportunity for you to build something here. Um, and at this point, I've had probably spent close to thirty to $40,000 in my own online education, um, learning from the best people in the industry. So I decided to put something together to help these people. Uh, an experience that to this day is still run, it's called Fundamentals. And it's all about learning the learning and mastering the fundamentals of running an online business. Okay, what are the fundamentals? Product, offer creation, 
uh, how to generate demand for how to create and generate demand for that offer marketing, um, and then how to convert the demand into into actual clients sales. Um, and I, I decided to create fundamentals because when I look at my own journey of launching my online business, when you first get into business, there's a million things that you can do. So what do you focus on, right? Do you focus on a building a website, building a podcast, building a social media following? There's a million things that you can do, and uh, most people focus, including myself, on the wrong things. Uh, they don't know what to focus on. There is no a guide to starting an online business. Um, so I generally believe that if you just focus on the fundamentals, you'll be able to launch and grow uh, a pretty stable online business. Uh, so that's why I call the program Fundamentals, and it's a coaching experience. Uh, so at this point in my journey, I'm still running my marketing agency, uh, which is cool. Uh, that I've had this business now for close to five years. And I've been doing the online coaching for people that are looking to get into the online space now for close to two years, which is even crazier to think about. Um, through Throughout this whole experience of me kind of getting to where I'm at today, I've always followed my intuition. I've always followed my heart. I've always followed my passions. And I generally believe that if you do that, you'll meet the right people. You'll The right doors will be opened for you. I think we're here to step out of our comfort zone. I think we're here to follow our hearts, and I know a lot of the times, most of the times, that require us to step through fear, to tap into courage, and by doing this is how we grow as people. And I generally believe that when we commit to living life in this way, that the universe, God, a, call it whatever you want to call it, the architect of the universe, a, will help you. And and I had many of these opportunities where I met the right people at the right time. Like for example, when I first, a, when I dropped out of college, I had all these services that I that that I was offering through my marketing agency, a, but I had no idea how to sell, and I didn't know that I didn't know how to sell. And while I was marketing my online business online, I had no idea how to do in-person marketing. And I met this guy. This guy found me. I won't go into that story. And he tugged me under his wing. He taught me how to go out and network uh, in the community, how to go to networking events, how to join business organizations like BNI, where I could generate new business for my company. And that was... And then he taught me how to sell. He was a salesman. And he literally, step by step, taught me the thing that I needed to learn at that point in my journey to take things to the next level. And when I look back at my experience, there was many of these instances that when I look back, it almost seems scripted because they gave me the keys that I needed at that time to open the doors to get to the next stage. 
And I believe these things only happen when you commit to the reason why you're here, and that's when you get to experience the magic of the universe. Um, I'm getting a little sidetracked here, but this is something that I, that I am passionate about, and something that I wanted to mention because I didn't do this on my own. There were many people, many people that helped me along the way and gave me a hand um, because. I think I was, I don't think, I know that I was operating in alignment and with in alignment with my heart, in alignment with my passions, in alignment with who I am as a person. And when you're operating in alignment, there's a little spark in your eye. There is a certain magnetism um, that, that you exude that... Uh, it's attractive to people and people want to help you and and again uh, the universe helps you so i'm at a point in my life where i have my agency i have my coaching program and and i've come to realize that at 26 right there's this new stage in my life uh, i'm here to help people tap into the internet through entrepreneurship, uh, I've, I've realized that why I'm here, at least at this point in my life, who knows if this is going to change in the future, um, is to help people find freedom, which is a value that, that I hold dear to my heart uh, through entre- through digital entrepreneurship. And, and the way I'm doing that is by providing educational experiences, whether it's through creating content on social media, writing blog posts, creating online programs. Um, that So, let me backtrack. So, a, the way I'm fulfilling my mission is creating educational experiences that help people escape the traditional path and tap into a new ways of living life. Uh, and again, usually through digital entrepreneurship. Uh, what we do for a living, how we do it, is a big part of how we live. So I generally believe that whenever you change how you work, uh, you change your life. And you start to create not just a new reality for yourself, but a new reality for everyone. Because uh, you show up differently, you think differently. So, I think we are at 47 minutes. I think this is a good point to start wrapping up this podcast. Uh, my intention was to show you, to kind of give you, first of all, uh, an inside view into my story. I don't think that I've ever done something like this where I dive deep into into this. Uh, so... I also wanted to wanted us to connect on on a deeper level. I don't think that I've ever done something like this. So if you watched up until this point, first of all, thank you. I appreciate you. And if any of this resonates, let me know whether it's by sending me a DM on instagram shooting me an email leaving a comment and stay tuned the next couple of years are gonna be 
very interesting. I have some things that I'm working on uh, that I'm excited to launch. And yeah, I'm going to wrap this one up here. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. I will see you on the next one. Bye.